So hello everybody and welcome to another Alex Brex banter. I'm very, very happy today to say that I've got a guest on the show. It's an author friend of mine who I've known for some time, but I've been trying for ages to pin her down for an interview like this. Because as you'll find, she's a very, very busy lady. Now, Wendy Jones, Wendy H. Jones, is, is the author that we're going to talk to today. Wendy grew up in the beautiful Scottish city of Dundee and in a home full of books and with a family who read extensively, she developed a passion for reading early in life. Having read all the books in her local library by the time she was 10, she entered into a spirited discussion with a librarian as why she should be provided with an adult library card. Showing steely will and determination, she won her battle and moved on to reading adult crime novels. Now, true to her adventurous side, she joined the Royal Navy and undertook nursing training after leaving school. After six years in the Navy, she switched over to join the Army, where she served for another 17 years. Now, this took her all over the world and it fueled her love for travel and visiting exotic lands. Wendy is a committed Christian and is a member of the City Church Dundee, part of the New Frontiers organisation of churches. She still loves to travel and explore exotic locations, as well as spending a lot of time exploring the UK. As well as nursing, Wendy has also worked for many years in academia, and this led to publication in academic textbooks and journals, which was the start of her amazing writing journey. She's now returned to Dundee, where she's writing a series of police procedurals set in the city. These star Detective Inspector Shona McKenzie, and she has, I think, at current uh, counting, written about five. I'm sure she'll tell us more. She's also written a fantastic marketing book called Power Packed Book Marketing, Sell More Books, which is always good. And she's been commissioned to write a series of young adult books, I think they are, called The Flora and Fergus Mysteries, and the first one of those, The Dagger's Curse, was published late last year, I think. So, Wendy, we finally got together. How are you? I'm fine, yes. Thank you for inviting me on the show. It's so I'm so excited to be here at last. <laughs> you're welcome, you're welcome. Now, when I say you're a busy lady, that's an understatement of the year, isn't it? What, what have you been up to just recently? Well, I've been flying around the country for the last 10 days. Um, I went down to Birmingham, first of all. I was uh, helping run the Association of Christian Writers Conference in Birmingham. And then from there, I popped down to London, as you do. And then I spent a couple of days, at, well, one of the days I actually went to Shakespeare's Globe, which was quite nice, just a bit of tourism. Amazing. And then I went to the London Book Fair, and that is amazing. And I had to leave there slightly early, come back up to Dundee, then I trotted over to Cumbernauld, where I was speaking at the Society, uh, Scottish Association of Writers Conference. And what did you, you were giving a presentation there, were you, I believe, yeah? I was, yes. Um, I did two things there. Uh, one of them was uh, I was pr doing a presentation um, on marketing your books, which went very well. It was a lot of fun. Everybody went out buzzing. The general feeling was I'm exhausted but excited about marketing. That's good. <laughs> yes. I was also <laughs> dragging on the dragon's pen. 
and people were pitching their books to us and then we decided who won the trophy. Very good, very good. And what, what's the reason for going to the book fair in London? I've always fancied the idea, but is, is there any uh, great benefit as a indie author to, to going there? Well, there is, because there's a lot of different things. And obviously, there's a lot of traditional publishers and a lot of agents there. But there's also the Alliance of Independent Authors do um, a lot of stuff there. And it's networking. And I met up with a lot of lovely people. I was interviewed for um, a huge podcast while I was there, just because I went up and chatted to people. Um, and you get to chat to all the people like Ingram Spark, Clay's, um, and I just generally went into the other um, publishers as well and had a chat to them. There's no harm in it, and it's it's basically about networking. So maybe next year I'll, I'll try and do that. Well, I'm definitely going next year. And are you still finding time to, to write? I am, just about hanging on in there. I'm writing, actually writing three books at the moment. Um, I'm writing the next Ferguson Flora, which got slightly delayed for personal reasons, and that's called The Haunted Broch. <laughs> uh, follow up to the dagger's curse. Um, I've also I'm also writing Killer's Crypt, which is the sixth book in the D.I. Shona McKenzie mysteries, and I'm writing the first book. I'm almost finished the first book in a brand new series called the Cass Claymore mysteries, or Cass Claymore investigates actually. And is that somebody's name or? Yes, Cass Claymore. She's Cassandra Claymore. Right. She's a ginger-haired ex-ballerina who rides a motorbike and, is in, and has inherited a private investigation agency. Oh, and is this aimed at young adults or? No, that's adults. Strictly adult. Yeah. Yeah. And will it be as gritty as the? Show no, it's going to be funny. It's a bit Janet Ivanovich crossed with Sue Grafton and Sarah Paretsky. Very good. Janet Vanovich with, with less exploding cars. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And uh, is your latest uh, Shona McKenzie set in Dundee as, as the rest it of is, it? It is, yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a place that uh, I think I'd be too scared to visit after reading well, your books. Not a lot of people know that Dundee is actually the murder capital of Scotland in real life. Gosh, more than Glasgow. More than Glasgow per capita. Gosh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. So you're not being sponsored by the Glasgow Tourist, the uh, Dundee Tourist Board then? No, people seem to think that they don't want to come. Should they ever sponsor me, I'll be stunned. <laughs> they might sponsor me because of Cass Claymore, that's a bit funnier. And you, you managed to, you're, you're, you're pumping out about two or three books a year regularly now. Is that yes, it? yeah. And what's your, um, what's your routine for, for keeping to that kind of... Well, I just try to write first thing in the morning because, to all intents and purposes, all the advice out there is write as early on in the day as you can. But um, I'm not, I'm not wedded to that. If I have to write later in the day, I can. I'm a bit of a an any time, anywhere, any place girl. Now that sounds a bit rude, but I mean in a writing sense. <laughs> I can write on trains. I can write on planes, which is a good job, because I'm going to Toronto later in the year to VoucherCon. Oh, very good. Yeah. And I'm also going to be on a plane to Dublin in June because I'm talking at the Dublin Writers' Conference. Yes, I'm planning to try and manage to get over to that myself, actually. Yeah, quite looking forward to that. To all intents and purposes, everything I've heard says it's an amazing conference and it's a real honour to be invited to speak. Yes, I'd like, it's a good excuse to go to Dublin as well. If so well, I've so. never been to Ireland. Having oh, been right. in services all my life, I was never allowed to go. <laughs> I hope I'm allowed to go now. I've just said it in public. <laughs> 
Well, I think it's I think it's good. I mean, I I think you and I are the same in terms of, I think some writers can be you know because we've done other things before we became writers. Um, yeah. This kind of precious uh, idea of you know you've got to wait until the, the the perfect time to write and wait for your muse to to turn up. Um, you know when when people say that to me, I say well. <clears throat> You know, does a surgeon say that in the, he's about to perform an operation, or does does a teacher say that in the morning? You know, you've just got to yeah. to yeah. do it. And absolutely. Well, sometimes your muse needs to kick up the backside, but you know, absolutely. just take them out the back, beat it severely, and drag it back in again. <laughs> yeah. So I, mean, I, I like to write early in the morning when I'm still half awake, um, and my imagination is still betwixt and between the the worlds of reality and uh, and your imagination. I think that's sometimes when the best ideas come out. Absolutely, yeah. Before your brain works out what's going on. Before your brain takes over and goes, that can't happen. <laughs> and so what's next for, for Wendy H. Jones? Um, when, when's, well, when's the next book to be published? I'm hoping the next one will be out in June. June, okay, uh, soon. That will be the Cass Claymore one. Good. Uh, Ferguson Flora may be out round about then, but maybe slightly later. And then the next D.I. Shona McKenzie, which everybody seems to be on their seats waiting for, might be slightly later than that. <laughs> well, it's not a bad thing. That's it's good. You've got a, an audience that are dying for your next book. I mean, how many writers would want to have that? Well, it's great, you know. And to be honest, it's a real honour because you never think when you're writing your first book that it'll ever happen, you know, that people will actually be sending you messages going, when is the next book out, you know? Well, I remember... I remember going to your first book launch, which was only, it doesn't seem five minutes ago. Um, that would be Killer's two Countdown, was it? Two and a half years ago. And it was standing room only uh, in Waterstones at that point. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Very good. Um, I, th I think uh, if I could get one book published a year, I'd be I'd be quite happy with that. I've heard a rumour, is it true, that maybe there'll be a Shona McKenzie story that's not set in Dundee? Is that... Well, one of them took a bit more. Yeah, I'm looking at one that may be set in Dundee and New Orleans. All right. I've got an idea for a, a story that will be set in both cities, and that's because I went out to um, New Orleans last year to VoucherCon, and I was very fortunate to be on a panel there, um, which was surreal, really. <laughs> with some, with some very well-known authors, is that right? Absolutely. Yeah, there were some huge authors out there, and then little old me. <laughs> But that was fun. So I, when I was there, I did a lot of research and I had an idea for a book that will tie up with both of them, but I already had Killer Script in my head. So I'm writing that um, and then I'm going to do the one that ties in with New Orleans. Fantastic. And Killer's Cut, which is already out, that takes place all over Scotland. It's a deadly game of human jigsaw with body parts dumped all over the place. <laughs> Yes, I've I've read that one. It's very good. Yes, they're all they're all splendid books. Where where do you get trotting around the world or around Scotland so you can do research? I, I, because we're friends, I've seen uh, I've seen you post things on Facebook, and I, I love the way that you um, you can be sitting in a train station somewhere and and you'll post a, a seemingly innocuous picture and and say something like that'd be a good place to murder somebody or, or is there a body hiding there absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. i was at a hotel with a built-in body dump recently in birmingham i looked at the window in the morning and i thought oh you could bury a body there <laughs> <laughs> where do you get most of your ideas from is it just 
completely out of your head or is it completely real life? Completely out of my head. The difficulty is when you're a crime writer, you can't drive along going, oh, that's a bonny view. You drive along going, oh, you could bury a body there or, oh, somebody could be kidnapped there or, oh, I wonder what that totally innocuous person that's walking along the road. Oh, I think they could be a serial killer. <laughs> It's like my sister gave me a mug once and it said, don't annoy, never annoy a writer because he will put you in a, they will put you in a book and yeah. have you killed. <laughs> well, I've got a t-shirt that says, you are dangerously close to becoming a body in my next novel. <laughs> once, once you become a mega famous author, you will be able to get people to pay to, to be characters in your books. I know that... Uh, Stuart McBride and people like that do it a lot, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Well, I've actually got some real people in my books' names. Apart um, from one person who really is um, a real person, and I'm using him in his entirety, but he's not a policeman in real life. Right. But he's agreed. Even his engagement, his real engagement, was announced in the book. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wendy, I know you're a very busy person, so I'm going to let you go now. And um, thank you very much for appearing on Alex Breck's Banter. Um, thank it's you. a thank real honour to, to, to have you on the show. And uh, thank you very much for coming. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye.